Hello, my beautiful friends. I hope you're having an awesome day wherever you are listening to this. By the way, I would love to hear from you. I have seen so many places um, across the world that are listening to this podcast, which is super cool. Got Canada, Brazil, New Zealand, Australia, Kenya, all the kinds of places. And then not to mention all over the United States. So thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in and listening. And I hope that this podcast brings you hope inspiration, encouragement. I hope you're able to take some actionable steps as you listen to it and be able to make changes on your own and get started. So while I'm saying that, let me go ahead and tell you about the masterclass, which I've mentioned it recently in the other podcast. It is recorded and ready for you. It's completely free. It is basically the map of five steps just so you know how you can get started to stop over drinking without feeling stressed and overwhelmed. Now, I know that sounds amazing, right? Are we going to be able to walk through our life without feeling stressed and overwhelmed? Absolutely not. I'm not trying to talk all rainbows and sunshine and unicorns, but I have learned from my experience what it takes to walk out this journey because I was where you may be now. I know our stories are different, but I was drinking a bottle of wine a day at least minimum for a very long time, completely unfulfilled, didn't know who I was to now being happy, living out my purpose and my calling. And I'm completely alcohol free. This year was just, or August was five years. So I share that with you because I want you to have the opportunity to get this masterclass because you will learn how to stop being dependent on alcohol. So you can truly be set free. You will learn the guaranteed ways to refocus your mind so that your drinking habits will change. That's so much of the process is changing the thoughts and the beliefs you have around that. And it doesn't come easy. I'm not saying that to you. And it's for you if you're just really tired of over drinking and you're ready to stop. And obviously you're here and you may be brand new and you may be like, okay, this is the first time I've heard this lady or hey, Michelle, I've been listening to you for a while now. Welcome all of you. And the masterclass is for anyone who wants it. Go to setfreesisterhood.com slash masterclass, sign up, and it will come straight to your email. And then you will have the opportunity to watch it. And you'll get some emails after just in case you start it. Because you know, I love to talk. Um, Remember, I've told you before, I was told when I was younger that I talked a lot in school. And now it has very much come in handy for me, right? (laughs) So, I think it's about an hour, so I want you to take your time if you need to, do half of it and then half of it, but the cool thing is, is you'll get emails that will keep the link in there so you can go back to it so you don't lose it and go, oh my God, where'd it go? So you're covered, and if you have any questions or any struggles with the technology, do not hesitate to email me at michelle at setfreesisterhood.com. And then I will do my best to help you, support you, make sure you get what you need. Okay? And I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And we're going to talk about how it is so important and why it's so important to know the not version of you. Hey, sister, are you newly alcohol free, but you've been hanging on for dear life, hoping you don't fall backward? 
Or maybe you're still stuck in the cycle of overdrinking even when you told yourself you would stop. Waking up each day with thoughts of self-loathing? Is your anxiety through the roof so much that you wake up at 3 a.m. with your heart racing and negative thoughts about yourself? You hide it so well, not many people know. Girl, I get you and I see you. I'm Michelle Porterfield and for so many years I experienced all of this. Here's the deal, quitting drinking is just the first step. I believe that's why it can be so scary. We know deep down it's more. Once we see what's underneath all the covering up, true freedom is found. And I'm here to help you do just that. So whether you're newly alcohol free or just sober curious, there is freedom on the other side. I can't wait to help you ditch the wine witch or help you find your mindset breakthrough and reignite your purpose after alcohol. Girlfriend, you are in the right place. Welcome to Set Free Sisterhood. Have you ever thought or said some of these or all of these? I don't know who I am anymore. I want to find my purpose in life. Why am I even here? What's my calling? Why do I do what I do? What's wrong with me? Why did I act like that? Why did I say that? Oh, I'm so embarrassed. Why did I do that? Or versions of any of those. Have you ever just thought about that? I'm sure you have. I did. And I couldn't figure out why in the world I was behaving a certain way or why I acted out in that way. And I just felt this uneasiness inside of me that this wasn't who I was, but I didn't really know who I was. And I really didn't know what is what even I wanted, how to move forward. And so I have a feeling that many of you are feeling the same type of feelings and thoughts and just sort of stuck because this is a really great place to stay stuck. If you're going to stay stuck somewhere, this is it. And so easy for your brain to team up with you and say, yeah, what is wrong with you? Yeah. Why do you keep doing the same things that you're doing? Well, just let's have another glass because you can't figure it out right now and you're ticked off. So just check out and don't worry about it till tomorrow. Right. Or you just stay in a cycle of frustration with yourself when you have moments of clarity and things that you feel like, oh, okay, I feel good about this today. Or, you know, and this, maybe it's just one area of your life. Maybe there's a place in your life where you really feel like you're shining and that feels congruent to who you are. But then in many other places in your life and around certain people, you feel this other issue of like, I don't even know who I am. Why did I, why did I say that? Why did I show up like that, right? So how do you think that people, people being others that you may see as a mentor, as you see as someone you look up to, how do you see that or believe that maybe they know themselves very well? Like how do they, they look like they have a clear purpose, they have a calling, they're really good at their job, they they know how and what they're meant to do as far as serving others. And they just have this spark about them where you know that they know. They're, they look like, wow, <laughs> they, they got it going on. Now, first of all, let me say, no one, absolutely no one has it all together. 
No one knows themselves 100% clarity and acts in a way that reflects that 100% of the time. So let's just say that off the bat. However, there are those that we can see that they just, you can tell they're in alignment with who they are. They say what they're going to say. They don't retreat or be too pushy. So I just think about that. It may be someone you know in your life as a peer. It may be someone you've, you've seen and look up to, you know, in the world around us. But here's what I believe. And I can, I can vouch for this in my own journey. I would bet that they know exactly who they are not. Let me say that again. And I will agree. I know exactly who I am not. They know exactly who they are not. So think about it this way. Got a few little examples. Some of it is silly. Some of it will hopefully open you up to a new perspective today. So what I'm trying to share with you is just maybe put on a new pair of glasses. This is going to show you that there's a, a new way to look at this. Okay. So think about it. You can even go back to when you were a kid and you were little and you were exploring and trying foods. Back to your memories. Obviously, there's plenty of babies. We have the cutest little photos and things you see on social media where the babies are like eating something sour and they make faces or they spit out something gross. But back to your memory as you were exploring food, weren't you really clear on what you didn't like? And how important is that? Because then not only did you know what you didn't like, but your parents could choose accordingly based on what they were going to feed you. And then as you got older, you took yourself out to restaurants, you went to certain places to try foods. It's very helpful to know what you don't like, possibly even more helpful that you know that you might be allergic to something, but to just realize like, hey, I'm not into, let's just say you don't like Thai food for some reason. You're not going to go to a Thai restaurant. You're not going to show up there, okay? Or if there's a specific thing, I don't know if you know this about me. I'll share a little tomato personal item here. (laughs) I don't like raw tomatoes. And let me tell you how many times in my life I have tried to like raw tomatoes. Because something inside of me says, wow, People really love them. (laughs) They're really good for you. I love salsa. I like hot salsa with cilantro and onions. I love rich tomato-based pasta sauce. I love all that. And I'm thinking, what in the world? But I do not like raw tomatoes. So anytime I go out and I order a salad, I always say no tomatoes because I know that that's not something I enjoy, okay? So let's talk about a job. What about a job? I know I tried tons of things through the years and I was able to really know pretty quickly what I didn't like and was not for me. And I could list was not for me at all. You know, one time I had a job (laughs) where I had to sell Kirby vacuum cleaners. (laughs) Y'all, I mean, I can't remember all the details because this would have been probably like really early 20s maybe. Then the season of when I was transitioning from, you know, working out of high school, working jobs, but then adding other, trying to find more professional jobs along with waiting tables anyway. Not cool. 
I mean, I had to learn. I remember going to my training, and it's like a half a day training to learn about this daggum vacuum and how what all it does, and you get all excited and learn how to change the hoses, and then you had to go to people's houses and present this to them in hopes that they would spend, what was it then, a thousand dollars or more? Probably more than that. Y'all remember, those of you who, I'm 48 now, right? So y'all can kind of gauge how old you are, where things like that were so expensive. I mean, think we were talking about this the other day. Think about flat screen TVs. Think about, do you remember when VCRs first came out? I remember it was a huge deal when I was a kid, when my dad went to like, I don't know if it was a pawn shop or one of those stores that take broken things and fix it. So anyway, I had to share that with you because that was just so funny and so present for me right now. But what was important was I know that I know that I know that a vacuum sales girl is not my thing. And that's so helpful because I would never be tempted into any other type of sales job, right? Oh, well, what about windows or what about, you know, this over here? No, not for me. So I've even talked to my kids about this, especially my oldest as she's gone out from high school and she's done different, a few different jobs and she explores some things this summer and um, whether it's sports, right? Anything like that. Is it banned? Or we always tell our kids, try these things and see what you enjoy. But I'm really big on, hey, yes, find out what you enjoy because it's so important to find something that, you know, that's fun and exciting for you. But get clear on what you don't like and what is not you. And then what about dating? Isn't it super helpful to know what you don't want or don't like in a person so you can weed those suckers out sooner, (laughs) right? If you know, hey, this is a non-negotiable. This is a non-negotiable. I do not like this type of personality. I do not like this type of behavior. It's a lot simpler to weed that out faster, So I know you're getting it. Here's my questions for you to explore this week. Who are you not? If you have the chance to write this down, that would be fantastic. If you're somewhere where you can grab a notebook or put it on your phone. If not, that's okay. Just go back to this spot in the episode. Maybe when you get home, if you're driving or doing something else. And ask yourself... Just take some time doing this, 10, 15 minutes before bed, in the morning, whenever you can find a window, whatever works for you and your schedule. What are you not? What are the parts of you that do not feel like the real you? What are the attributes that are coming out when you're over drinking, angry, controlling, passive, people-pleasing, or just when you're thinking those thoughts above? What are the attributes that are showing up when you say, oh my gosh, why did I do that? Why did I behave that way? What is wrong with me? Why did I say that to her or him? So what are those things that are coming out that is helping you realize, because these are clues, right? They're helping you realize this is the not you. So if you're willing, I want you to get really clear and I want you to make a list of them. I want you to make a list of the parts that show up, but they don't really feel true to you. And I want you to just get curious. This is not your opportunity to beat yourself up and place shame on yourself. 
That's not how we roll around here, right? This is all about exploration and curiosity. We're going to be kind to ourselves because I want you to ask next, once you list all these parts that you see, like, oh, I'm so controlling with her. I can't believe I did that to my kid or, oh, I can't believe I said that to my boss or why did I act that way towards my spouse? Really get clear on these things that are coming up. And then I want you to ask, when do I first remember this showing up for me? Think back. Take some time to think back. Say, oh, well, I've always been like this. No, you haven't. You weren't born like this. I guarantee you, you you didn't have this when you were three. So don't just go, oh, I've always been this way. Because that's not true. Something and somewhere in your life, and it could have been when you were younger. I do a lot of work when we go dive deep, right? Because that's the next part. You're like, okay, well, I can do that now. What? Well, so much of this is how we heal when we dive deep inside of coaching and we kind of go see like, oh, well, there was this event when I was eight years old and I decided that I had to behave this way to keep myself safe. Great then we can explore and rewrite the story and come to the place where you're grown up now and you get to choose and you get to create your own story, believe what's true now, okay? That's very hard to do on your own, especially if you're new to this and you're new to this concept. But all I really want you to do right now is just explore and say, hey, when do I first remember? Okay, well, I remember doing this at least since I've been a teenager. Awesome. Then go, okay, well, no wonder it comes up so frequently because I've been doing this for so long and I haven't really looked at it this way. So it's super okay. Let me give myself some grace. Cool. You have new awareness now. Awareness. Do not discount the power of awareness, my friends. You've been living in reaction mode and you've been living in robot mode and numbed out mode for so long that just the fact that you might have awareness today in this moment, listening to this podcast, celebrate, cheer yourself on. This is huge. And ask yourself, how can I show up differently today? How can I show up differently when I'm communicating with my boss, with my child, with my spouse? Right? Now that you're clear and you know, like, this doesn't feel true to me. This is the not version of me. I want you to decide and go, when I blank, I'm going to do blank instead. So allow yourself to put in there, hey, when I get controlling or feel like I need to control my child or control my spouse, because what if they mess up or what if they do something stupid or what if the bills don't get paid? What if I, you know, instead of people pleasing over here and just letting them run over all over me and saying yes to something I really don't want to do, I'm going to do blank instead. Now, it's not going to be like, I'm going to say no to everyone instead. You know, that's not that's not reality. But you could just say, you know what? I'm just going to decide. Let me give you a great example of what really help all you people pleasers out there. When someone asks me to do something or when someone asks me to volunteer or someone needs something from me, I'm going to pause instead. If you would just give yourself a couple of beats, that's what my coach Jazz says. She's like, all right, let's give it a beat, right? Give it a few beats. Give it 
some time, especially because most of the days, most times these days, y'all are not on the phone talking in the moment. Somebody's texted you and said, hey, can you blank? Can you help me with this? Will you go here? You do not have to reply right then. You realize that, right? You do not owe them a speedy response. You can pause. You can decide. You can process and then get back. We're in this culture of expectation of urgency. Let's, let's get out of it, okay? All right, I hope this helps. I know it will if you'll actually walk this out and get curious, be kind, give yourself grace. And I'm here for you. Email me at michelle at setfreesisterhood.com if you need anything, you want to say hi or ask any questions. Until next time, stay blessed. Okay, girlfriend, before you go, if you found value in this podcast and it helped you, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. This is what helps the show grow and helps more women to get their hands on the support so they can choose to reduce their drinking or quit altogether like I did. Go join the community and say hi over on Facebook by searching Set Free Sisterhood. I will also put the link in the show notes. You can also connect with me for a one-on-one discovery call at coachmichelleporterfield at gmail.com. And I want to ask, how do you want to feel in the next six months? Who are you becoming? Are you ready to grow? I see you and I've got you. Until next time, stay blessed.